And a good afternoon, everybody, from Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls, where tonight the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs host the, excuse me, the Watertown Rapids. And a pleasant good evening, everybody. I'm Josh McMullen, bringing you all the pitch-by-pitch -pitch action as your Diamond Dogs take on the Rapids. First, let's take a look at the Mohawk Valley offense as they charge onto the field. Couple of changes from the last couple of days. First off, Raihan Sanford, who's been red hot as of late, will start in right field, while Kane Garcia will take his place at the designated hitter. And a couple of debuts today, as Enoch Betts will will start for Mohawk Valley. He'll start at second base from William and Mary Jr. While Shahid Swan from Utica College will take over third base duties from Dewey Leach as both take a well-deserved day off. Mohawk Valley having the day off yesterday. So we'll take a look at some scores from yesterday as Saugerties knocked off Oneana 3-2 in 12 innings. Albany Blanks Glens falls 7-0. Elmira doubles up Geneva 6-3, and Watertown a 3-2 winner over the Adirondack Trailblazers. And let's take a look at that Watertown lineup. It'll be David Granger from Carnegie Mellon playing shortstop and batting first. Batting second is Cassius Soto, catcher from Maryland. Ethan Combs, the first baseman from Ursinus College. Will bat third. Benedict Chandler, the left fielder from Fairleigh Dickinson, will bat fourth. Tom Vargas, third baseman, will bat fifth from Union College. Zane Copeland, tonight's starting right fielder from Grand Valley State, will bat sixth. Batting seventh is Diesel Brook from Union College. Teammate of Tom Vargas, both of them are freshmen. Brad Chase, the designated hitter, number 16 from Vanderbilt, will bat 8th. And Eric Kidd from Central Connecticut State will be batting ninth. And they'll all be working for the Wake Forest product, Archibald Reeder, tonight's starting pitcher for Watertown. Around the field for the Dogs here in the top of the first. It'll be Zion Sanders in left, Rojas in center, right as we said. Debut at third, Alejandro Blankenship at short, Enoch Betts making his debut at second base, and Callie Gallagher at first. And tonight's starting battery brought to you by the Tire Shop in Canada, Harry. It'll be Callan Regan pitching for Juan Lease. Lease from the University of Virginia. A stellar 2.01 ERA. Only given up an, any more than three runs. Only once. It was a game against Duke Beck on February the 19th. As David Granger takes his last hacks before he goes into batting mode. We'd like to thank a couple of our sponsors, the Big M in Dollsville, as well as the 
Canal Side Inn in Little Falls for helping us bring you Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs baseball this year. As we said, David Granger now coming to the plate, a sophomore at Carnegie Mellon. Batted 3.03 last year for the Melonites. Or, well, this past season, anyway. And the first pitch from Juan Lease is a called strike, and we are underway here at Veterans Memorial Park. Diamond Dogs looking to extend their season opening winning streak to three games. They currently are tied with the Amsterdam Mohawks atop the Eastern Division standings. Those two will meet on Friday right here at Veterans Memorial Park. Next pitch to Granger is a ball on the count one in one to tonight's starting shortstop wearing number 10 for the Rapids who are wearing their royal blue uniforms with white piping down the sides white pants and your Diamond Dogs of course in their home blacks with green lettering and white pants next pitch from Lease to Granger is a foul ball and the count now one and two to David Granger Granger last night, a couple of walks, and win against Watertown, putting up two in the fourth, sixth, and seventh to give the Rapids the win. This one is fouled off by David Granger, and the short starting shortstop continues to battle. Count remains one and two. Lee's working quickly. Here's the pitch, and it's a pop fly into not even getting out of the infield. Second baseman Enoch Betts getting some work early. He'll make the catch for the first out. And that'll bring up Cassius Soto. Soto, the starting catcher at the University of Maryland over the past season. Trying to extend that already two-game hitting streak as he homered back in the in their opening game. And last night against Adirondack, he was all over the base pass going four for four with two doubles. First pitch to Soto is a strike in the count quickly 0-1. As we said, Soto tonight's starting catcher for Mohawk Valley. Or excuse me, for Watertown. As he'll take a ball, count one and two, or excuse me, one and one. Lee's working quickly. Here's the one-one pitch. And it's low in the dirt from all two. On deck for the... On deck for the Rapids will be Ethan Combs. Strangely enough, through two games so far for Watertown, still has a perfect 1,000 batting average. Lee's looking to 
hopefully drop it just a little bit. Next pitch to Cassius Soto is paint, just paints the top outside corner for a strike. And the count now 2-2. Two and two. Your dogs will be back. Your dogs, after an off day tomorrow, will be in action on Thursday night as they take on the Albany Dutchman. And we'll be here to bring you pitch-by-pitch pitch action as Lee's kicks and delivers the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, and that is, goes down swinging, and that'll bring up Ethan Combs. Combs, as we said, from Earth Sinus College, nice starting first baseman for the Rapids. Uh, of course, batting 229 for the Ursinus Bears. Bears coming out of Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Um, some notable people from Ursinus College include J.D. Salinger, of course, the writer of Catcher in the Rye. Along with um, other famous people, including Tom Gormley, player in the APFA. Paul Gettner, the defensive coordinator for the Raiders. And Dan Mullen, head court and football coach at the University of Florida. As Combs will take a called strike in the count, 0-1. As we said, Ethan Combs going 3-for-3 three three in Watertown's last game. And also going 4-for-4. Four four. So the last couple games have been very good to Ethan Combs. Also went 1-for-1 one one in a pinch hit effort a couple nights ago. Pitch to Ethan Combs is a called strike in the count 0-2. So that perfect batting average now in jeopardy as Combs <laughs> fighting, fighting his way out of an 0-2 hole. The 0-2 pitch to Combs is rolled down the gap in left. Alejandro Blankenship having no problems. Throw over to first, and that batting average is now imperfect. As that is the third out. So, one, two, three, go the Watertown Rapids in the top of the first. We head to the bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs coming up to bat. No score here at Veterans Memorial Park. And we are back here with Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball here at Veterans Memorial Park. No score between the Dogs and the Watertown Rapids. It'll be Rojas Blankenship and Shahid Swan for the Dogs here in the bottom of the first. Let's take a look at the defense here. It'll be Benedict Chandler in left, Dieselbrook in center, Zane Copeland in right. At third base will be Tim Vargas, David Granger at short, Eric Kidd at second, 
Ethan Combs at first, and tonight's starting battery for the Rapids will be Cassius Soto catching for Archibald Reader. Now taking a look at the Mohawk Valley starting lap, it'll be Harvey Roas, Alejandro Blankenship, Shahid Swan, Ryan Sanford, Kellen Regan, Ina Betts, King Garcia, Callie Gallagher, and Zion Sanders. So a couple of changes with the order for Mohawk Valley, as well as some debuting Diamond Dogs here. And it'll be Harvey Rojas to start things off in the bottom of the first for Mohawk Valley. Rojas, as we said, tonight's starting center fielder. And he'll face off against Archibald Reader for the first time. Rojas out of Davidson College. Has started every game for Mohawk Valley so far. As he takes a ball in the count 1-0. Taking a look at some scores from around the league. It, first, Saugerties over Glens Falls 4-0. As the Dragons continue their struggles. against Eastern Division opposition. They'll be in action tomorrow at East Field as they take on the Amsterdam Mohawks. The 1-0 pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and looped into right field, but it seems to be tailing foul, and that's where it'll end up. And the count now 1-1. One one. Your Diamond Dogs, as we said, we're off, are off tomorrow. Still a relatively full slate of games in the PGCBL. Sagari sticks on Oneonta. Glens Falls, as we said, going to Amsterdam. Albany home against Watertown. Elmira facing off against Jamestown. Utica getting things started against Newark at home, so their home opener. Adirondack will be at home against Gap. It looks like... Shortstop David Granger will have a play on it, and no, he won't. That one will get away from him. A little bit of a bad hop for him, and Harvey Rojas will go safely into first base with a single. And that will bring up Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship out of Herkimer College. As we said, General's having... Another great season under head coach P.J. Anadio. Excuse me, I got the wrong person. Jason Rathman, the head coach of the Herkimer College Generals. Either way, both teams having a great year. Softball team, Region 3 champions. As Blankenship takes a ball in the count, 1-0. Rojas taking a slight lead off of first. Doesn't, first baseman doesn't seem to be holding him on. And the 1-0 pitch, and there he goes. 
He's off like a shot. The throw into second is not in time. Stolen base for Harvey Rojas, and the dogs are off to a great start already. Unfortunately, Blankenship swung on and missed at that one. And the count now 1-1 one one to Blankenship with a runner on second. Nobody out here in the bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs get the first hit of the game off a Harvey Rojas single. That's a nice first hit of the game brought to you by First Source Federal Credit Union, where you're first. Next pitch to Blankenship is a called strike. Just painted the outside corner. And the count now 1-2 to Blankenship. Blankenship looks to be ready now. After he stepped out of the box for just a slight second. Diamond Dogs have a runner on second. Nobody out. No score here in the bottom of the first. The throw into him is low and inside. And the count now two and two. The 2-2 pitch from Reader to Lincoln and a miss. And that is strike three as he drops the ball. The throw over to first is in time. Rojas cannot advance. And there's one out here in the first. So that brings up Shahid Swan. Swan along with Enoch Betts making his debut for Mohawk Valley. Swan, a sophomore at Utica College. Where the Pioneers had a relatively down season under head coach. Excuse me. Yes, under coach Corey Haggerty and, of course, Joe Malazzo. But still managed to put up a 10-2 record in the Empire 8. Unfortunately, we're ousted by Elmira College in their elimination game back last, or excuse me, on April the 24th. Swan comes in to face Reader for his first at-bat as a Mohawk Valley Diamond Dog. The pitch to him is a called strike in the count, 0-1. Rojas staying close to the bag down second. One out for Mohawk Valley here in the first. <clears throat> Reader working meticulously. And here's the 0-1 pitch. It's in the dirt for ball two, ball one, excuse me. And the count now, 1-1. One one. Swan starting at third base for Dewey Leach. As Betts takes over. For Saxon Sawyer tonight. Swan takes ball two in the count now, 2-1 to Shahid Swan. On deck for Mohawk Valley. 
will be Raihan Sanford. Stanford out of Mohawk Valley Community College. Already has a home run to his name. Already has a couple of extra base hits as well. Reader gets a signal he likes. Kicks and delivers the 2-1. This one is in the dirt. Bounced high in the air. Will take a swipe at it and gets it. The throw over to first. Is in time. And Heat Swan's first at bat as a Diamond Dog is a 4-3. to three, But he advances the runner, Harvey Rojas, over to third base. Now bring up Ryan Sanford. Sanford, tonight's starting right fielder for Mohawk Valley. After taking a couple of digs as the designated hitter for Mohawk Valley. Tonight he and Caden Garcia switch places. But already making an effort back-to-back -back games with extra base hits. The pitch from Reader is a called strike in the count 0-1. Sanford not liking that call. But the eagle eyes of the umpire don't lie. The pitch from Reader to Sanford is a ball on the count now one and one. Runner on third, that's Harvey Rojas. Two outs here in the bottom of the first. Diamond Dogs and Watertown Rapids with no score. Next pitch to Sanford is going to get into the gap. That's an RBI Single for Raihan Sanford. And the Diamond Dogs now lead by the score of 1 to nothing. That's another RBI for Sanford. We had a grand slam back two days ago on Sunday against. On Sunday against Adirondack, I believe. But he gets another RBI here, scoring Rojas, and the Dogs now lead one to nothing. So another first strike for the Diamond Dogs here at Veterans Memorial Park in Game Three of a five-game homestand and the final game of their Western Division swing. That brings up Callan Regan. Regan had two home runs back. On the in their first game against Newark has been a little bit lax since, but looks to make up for it right here. First pitch to him is popped up high in the air to shallow center field. Center fielder Diesel Brook having no problem and out, but not before. One run on two hits, no errors, and one left on. We head to the top of the second. Diamond Dogs leading one to nothing. We are back here in Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs baseball. It'll be Chandler, Vargas, and Copeland, the minimum three for Watertown here in the top of the second. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of one to nothing. 
Lee's having a great inning for Mohawk Valley. Knocking down the Rapids 1-2-3 in the top of the first. Now they face it off against the cleanup hitter Benedict Chandler. Chandler hitting 429 for the Knights of Fairleigh Dickinson this season. Those of you who don't know much about Fairleigh Dickinson, they have a they have a quite a extensive resume as a Cinderella in the NCAA championship, at least they did at one time. Located in Florham Park, Hackensack, Madison, and Teaneck, New Jersey. Some notable alumni of Fairleigh Dickinson include Nicholas Felice, politician who served in the New Jersey General Assembly. The executive director of the NFL Alumni Association, George Martin. Guy Tallarico, the member of the New Jersey General Assembly. As well as Ziggy Wolf, the billionaire real estate developer and the owner of the Minnesota Vikings. So, a quite a few notable alumni for the man standing at the plate now, Benedict Chandler, to look up to at Fairleigh Dickinson. First pitch to him is a ball in the count 1-0 to Benedict Chandler. Underway here in the top of the second. Nobody out. Nobody on for Watertown as they look to get this game back on even footing. Trailing 1-0 after a RBI single by Raihan Garcia. Or excuse me, Raihan Sanford. Mixing him up with Caden Garcia already. The 1-0 pitch to Benedict Chandler. A count. So Lee's looking to fool him with the outside cheese and then going right at them with everything he has. Chandler now stomps the ground just a little bit, taps his bat on the plate. And the pitch from Lee's. That one was a wicked curve. Fell off the table. And Chandler in a 1-2 hole. After that thing just fell off the table. It was shades of... Um, excuse me. Friday night's pitcher, Mike Cochran. Cochran coming up with... Some good stuff for Mohawk Valley a couple nights ago. The 1-2 pitch is fouled off and the count now remains 1-2. <clears throat> yeah. On deck for the Rapids will be Tom Vargas. One of two Union College players on the lineup for the Watertown Rapids and their manager Lane King the 1-2 pitch fouled off again and Chandler remains at 1-2 and two. 
As we said before, your Diamond Dogs will be off tomorrow before coming back to Veterans Memorial Park on Thursday for the, for, for the fourth game of their five-game homestand to start the season. They will be facing off against the Albany Dutchman. The 1-2 pitch is outside for a ball on the count now. 2-2 two and two to Benedict Chandler. Tonight's starting left fielder for the Watertown Rapids wearing number 35. The 2-2 pitch is swung on and hit to deep left field. Left fielder Zion Sanders will be moving rather quickly to the track and he will make the catch for the first out of the inning. So a seven-pitch inning, or seven-pitch at-bat for Benedict Chandler just results in a very loud out to left field. And there is now one out for Tom Vargas. Vargas out of Union College. Just down the road in Schenectady, New York. Where he batted 335 for the Dutchman. In 2019, of course, some Union College alumni include two presidents, including Jimmy Carter and Chester Arthur. Arthur, the 21st president of these United States. And, of course, Joshua Foreman, the founder of Syracuse, New York. Another, another place just down the road here. As Vargas will take the first pitch for a called strike and the count all in one. Some more recent graduates of the Dutchman include Shane Gostasbeer, defense, NHL defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers, and a player in the Toronto Blue Jays organization, that's Jake Fishman, who just finished up his junior year there. So a lot of famous alumni coming from one of the oldest colleges in the United States, as Vargas will take a ball in the count one and one. Lee's very meticulous in his stretches. He shakes off a couple signals. Now he gets one he likes. And he will throw it to Vargas who swing oh, excuse me, who swings and fouls this one off. And Vargas it quickly in a one-two hole. On deck four. Watertown will be Zane Copeland, tonight's starting right fielder for the Rapids. As this pitch is swung on and knocked again into foul territory, count now 1-2 and two to Tom Vargas. Vargas hitting 250 for the 
rapid so far. Got a good and also has a home run into right field as the Rapids beat Adirondack six to three. Excuse me, six to two. As this pitch is fouled off again in the count. Sale one and two. So the middle of the lineup liking to battle for Watertown. As this is the second time they fouled two pitches off with two strikes. Next pitch is a swing and a miss. And that will be the second out for Watertown. That'll bring up Zane Copeland for the Rapids. Hitting 3 so far, excuse me, 333 so far for the Rapids is Copeland. Copeland, a junior out of Grand Valley State. A team more known for their football than their a little more known for their football than um, their baseball as they've claimed four straight national titles from 2002 to 2006. The only skipped in between is 2004. Of course, Grand Valley State out of Allendale and Grand Rapids, Michigan. As Zane Copeland takes a called strike in the count 0-1. Already two strikeouts for Juan Lee's out of the University of Virginia. Looking very good indeed in the early going here in Mohawk Valley as he takes another called strike in the count Quickly, 0-2 to Zane Copeland. Copeland digs in. And there's time called by the home plate umpires. There seems to be a little dirt clogging up the home plate area. I'm going to go and scrape that up. Make sure the strike zone is nice and clean for the 0-2 pitch for Zane Copeland everybody ready now Copeland looks at the pitch from Lees rips it down the third baseline and they're going to say it's foul foul ball just to Copeland was already halfway to first he saw that pitch go down the third base line. But it just tailed foul. And from our vantage point, it looked like it hit the line. Maybe chalk flew up, but unfortunately, umpire right on top of it. Down the third base line, he saw it as a foul ball. No instant replay here in the... Perfect game collegiate baseball league, so we have to take their word on it. And usually, umpires here in the perfect game collegiate baseball league very good at their jobs. Copeland will take the stroll back to the plate. Try and figure out Juan Lee, who already has a 1-2-3 inning, looking for another here. 
And the next pitch to him is flown high in the air. Just behind the plate. Catcher Callan Regan will stride over and make the catch. And that will be the third out of the inning. So one, two, three, once again go the Watertown Rapids. We head to the bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs still leading one to nothing. Bottom of the second here at Veterans Memorial Park in Little Falls. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of one to nothing. It'll be Enoch Betts, Caden Garcia, and Callie Gallagher to start things off for Mohawk Valley here in the second. As we said, the only run so far has been Mohawk Valley's. It was Ryan Sanford getting Harvey Rojas home on a nice play. A nice hit to left field and into the gap. That brought Rojas home in the dog's lead. Box score so far, one run on two hits, no errors for Mohawk Valley. And no runs, no hits, no errors. So far for the Watertown Rapids. Enoch Betts coming up to the plate now for Mohawk Valley. Making his debut for the Dogs here. And what will be the third game of the season for Mohawk Valley. Betts from William & Mary, one of the oldest colleges in the United States. I believe the oldest college in the United States actually. Hitting for the this past season, including a two-home run game back on March the 3rd. That was against Vanderbilt College. Unfortunately, that one came in a loss as the Commodores hit six of their own in a 10-2 victory. Over the tribe. Betts now sits in to face Archibald Reader for the first time. First pitch from Reader is a ball on the count 1 0. Reader and Lee's not having a hard time finding the strike zone so far, but. Lull him to sleep with the inside stuff and then bring on the heat is usually a pretty good mantra for these pitchers as the 1-0 pitch is low as well. The count now 2-0 to Enoch Betts. Betts about Betts brought in because of his speed. Led William and Mary this season in stolen bases with nine, or excuse me, 39. So looking to make something happen here. Looking to get him on base. Will be head coach Giacomo Parks. The 2-0 pitch is fouled off, and the count now two and one to the Mohawk Valley second baseman. Reader working quickly. With just a little bit of urgency now. Here is the 2-1 pitch. This one is 
just foul on the count now two and one to Enoch Betts. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of one to nothing. Nobody on. No outs here in the bottom of the second. And the 2-2 pitch is swung on and hit right back up the middle. Does the second baseman have it? No, he doesn't. He knocked it down, though. And Betts will stride into second, or excuse me, into first with a single. So one man on, nobody out, and that will bring up Caden Garcia. Garcia is with Newark. And he and Sanford already in a battle for the RBI lead, I believe. Garcia, or excuse me, Garcia, I believe, has four, while Sanford, I believe, has six. Garcia out of the University of Wisconsin bookends a bookends a Davidson Wildcat with Zion Sanders, his classmate at the University of Wisconsin. First pitch to Hayden Garcia is hit right back up the middle again. Second baseman this time dives on first, makes a Beautiful throw on his backside and gets Caden Garcia. That is a 4-3 to three double play as he slid into the bag. At second base, that was Eric Kidd. Slid into the bag to get the ball. Managed to make the force play on Enoch Betts. And was able to make the throw from his backside. What a beautiful play by Eric Kidd to get the double play. And the bases are now empty with two outs for Callie Gallagher. Gallagher hitting was hitting third in the lineup, but unfortunately after a little bit of a slump to start the season, he has switched places with the third baseman Shahid Swan to get things going for Mohawk Valley. Gallagher out of Herkimer College. One of two generals in the outfield. Or excuse me, in the infield. As his teammate Alejandro Blankenship right now occupies the shortstop position. First pitch to Callie Gallagher is a swinging strike in the count 0-1 to tonight's starting first baseman. For Mohawk Valley, wearing number 26 for the Dogs. Reader working quickly. Here's the pitch. Fell off the table again. A called strike in the count. 0-2 to Callie Gallagher. Nobody on. Two outs. Bottom of the second. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 1-0. Next pitch by Reeder is a swinging strike by Callie Gallagher. And that will end the second for Mohawk. One hit. We head to the Watertown third. Diamond Dogs leading one to nothing.
Getting you ready now for the bottom, or excuse me, the top of the third. It'll be Diesel Brook, Brad Chase, and Eric Kidd for the Rapids here in the top of the third. Looking to break onto the scoreboard. Right now, a trailer by the score of one to nothing, but Diesel Brook. My goodness, I saw him. I saw this guy get off the bus before the game, and he was an imposing figure. He stands six foot seven, weighs in at about two thirty-five. The coach told me has a power bat and actually got to hit. Coach told me he actually got to hit at Yankee Stadium and put it in the upper deck. So this is a power hitter Juan Lee does not want to mess with. Also starts in center field. Led Union College this season in fielding percentage. Not giving up an error. Wind blowing from right to left here at Veterans Memorial Park today. So if he gets a hold of one, it could be long gone. Could hit the softball field right behind the left field bleachers. First pitch to Brooke is a ball in the count 1-0. and out. Juan Lees. No small potatoes himself. He's about six foot four, about two hundred and nineteen pounds, or some two twenty. Let's round that up just a little bit. As Brooke knocks this one into right field, right fielder Ryan Sanford has a beat on it. it. Doesn't seem to be. I don't think he got all of it. And Sanford will quickly snare this one. For the first out. Now bring up Brad Chase. Chase a designated hitter. Tonight from Vanderbilt. Of course has some. As William and Mary product. Has some familiarity with. The William and Mary product. Enoch Betts. I talked to I talked to Chase before the game about the two home runs Enoch put on him, and he said, "You know, we, you know, we weren't worried. We put up we put up two of our own already. And we're looking to put more, and we got four more than he did. So not lacking in confidence is Brad Chase as he takes the first pitch foul, and the count 0-1 to Brad Chase." Nobody on, one out here in the top of the third. Diamond Dogs still leaning by the score of one to nothing. And two quick one, two, three innings for Juan Lease. As he as Chase takes a ball on the count now, one and one. Getting caught up with some scores from around the league. In 10 innings today at Shuttleworth Park in Amsterdam, 
It was a barn burner between the Amsterdam Mohawks and the Albany Dutchman. Mohawk Valley's next two opponents. We'll see Albany on Thursday, and we'll see Amsterdam for their only trip to Veterans Memorial Park on Friday. But today at Shuttleworth Park, it was a 12-11, to 10-inning game won by the Mohawks. So they'll move up to 3-0. and While the Dutchman will fall to 2-2. Two and two. Next pitch to Chase is a foul ball on the count now 1-2 to tonight's starting DH for the Rapids. Nobody on. Two, one out. Chase with one swing of the bat could tie this game back up. And the 1-2 is swung on and missed. And, the, and there are now two outs here in the top of the third. Already three strikeouts for Juan Lease. Managing to keep those scary Watertown bats at bay. I'll bring up Eric Kidd. Kidd making that beautiful double play ball in the second inning. To keep the Diamond Dogs off the scoreboard in the second. And his first pitch is a ball on the count, one and out. And as we said, Mohawk Valley will be off tomorrow before taking back Veterans Memorial Park. Is, excuse me. On Thursday, they will take on the Albany Dutchman. And we'll be here to give you live pitch-by-pitch -pitch action. As your dogs look to go possibly three and oh, they look to go three they look to extend that streak to three today against the Rapids. Next pitch to Eric Kidd is a dribbler in the dirt. Lee's having Lee's will scoop it or excuse me, catcher. Callan Regan will scoop it up, throw it over to first, and that will end the inning. So once again, one, two, three, go the Rapids, and we head to the bottom of the third. Diamond Dogs now leading one to nothing. Getting ready now for the bottom of the third. Diamond Dogs leading one to nothing. It'll be Archibald Reader's third inning of work here on the mound for Watertown. Already giving up three hits and a run for the Rapids. And he'll face off against the 9-1-2 hitters for Mohawk Valley. It'll be Zion Sanders, then back to the top of the order for Rojas and Blankenship, and that's the minimum three for the Dogs here in the bottom of the third. First off is Zion Sanders, tonight's starting right fielder for Mohawk Valley. As we said, part of that bookend line is it goes Wisconsin, Davidson, Wisconsin from left to right. And Sanders being that left. 
So far, the dogs have three hits, all of them singles. The big one being the Raihan Sanford RBI single to kick things off in the bottom of the first. First pitch from Reeder is a called strike in the count 0-1 to Zion Sanders. Let's take a look at the rest of the schedule for this week. So as we said, Thursday and Friday will be the Albany-Amsterdam back-to-back. That will finish off this five-game homestand. It will be then on Saturday. Diamond Dogs will head off for their first away game of the season. They will be at Adirondack. Team they beat 6-3 back on first day of the season. I'll follow that up by coming back to Veterans Memorial Park on Sunday where they will take on the Jamestown Tarp Skunks. Then we'll be off until next Saturday as there will be an off day followed by two away games at Adirondack and at Utica before we come back next Sunday the 12th against Utica or excuse me we'll come back on Saturday against Utica and then we'll come on Sunday against Geneva as Sanders trying to adjust everything while I was talking and the pitch from Reader is a strike in the count 0-2 to Zion Sanders Sanders quickly in an 0-2 hole. Reader already has two strikeouts and a double play to his name so far. So neither pitcher between Juan Lease and Archibald Reader doing too badly for either of their respective teams. As the next pitch to Sanders is fouled off and the count remains 0-2. Let's take a look at a little bit of the schedule for Watertown. They are in the middle of their own road trip. Tomorrow they will head off to Albany before going across the state once again to go to Geneva. But after that, three-game homestand is they will face off against the Blue Sox, the Geneva Red Wings, and host the Amsterdam Mohawks. So a lot of action at the Alex T. Duffy Fairgrounds over the next couple of days. Reader shakes off a couple of signals and now he's ready. The 0-2 pitch is a called strike three. And the Diamond Dogs have their first out of the inning. And Sanders didn't seem to like that one one bit. And now he's... John with the umpire, be careful here, Zion. And that will be the end of that with situation diffused just a little bit. I think they were seeing he did not pull the bat back in time as he kind of got 
hung up just a little bit, but... And from our vantage point, that was certainly the case. That'll bring up Harvey Rojas. Rojas already one for one on the day with a single. Right now, the recipient of the only run of the game. That coming in the first when Ryan Sanford hit him home. On deck for the dogs will be Alejandro Blankenship. Are you 0 for 1 with a strikeout swing? As Rojas will take this one for a ball on the count 1 and 0. Reader shakes off a couple of signals. There's nobody on. One out here in the bottom of the third. So far, a very quick game. We've only been at this for about an hour. As both teams can bat, but they can also pitch as well. And Mohawk Valley looking to take advantage of both. They're pitching and they're hitting. And the 1-0 pitch is swung on and missed. Count 1-1 one one. to Harvey Rojas. Rojas has been one of the better hitters in the Mohawk Valley lineup. Also speedy on the base pass. As evidenced by that last stolen base. Left a cloud of dust behind him and came in with a cloud of dust to get that stolen base back in the first. The 1-1 pitch is low for a ball on the count. 1-0. Or excuse me, 2-1 two, two to Harvey Rojas. Archibald Reader working quickly. Here's the 2-1. It's fouled off in the count now 2-2. Two and two. As we said, your Diamond Dogs in the middle of a three, or excuse me, a five-game homestand and a three-game Western Division swing, as they have faced Adirondack and Elmire so far and beaten them both. Looking to do the same here with the Watertown Rapids. The two-two pitch to Rojas. Is fouled off and the count remains two and two. Two two pitch is outside, but Rojas waves at it, and that will be the second out of the inning. A strikeout swinging for Harvey Rojas, and that's strikeout number four for Ali. Excuse me. Archibald Reader, Alejandro Blankenship is now coming up. Blankenship struck out swinging back in the first. Get the first out of the game. Looking to keep the Diamond Dogs alive here with a hit in the third. Nobody on, two outs. Diamond Dogs looking to extend their one to nothing lead. First Blankenship. Reader shaking off a couple signals. He's he's done that a couple times before. 
doesn't seem to like the first signal he's given. He's done that quite a few times tonight. And maybe it's a... Maybe it's a little bit of a ploy to fake out the banner. I, I'm not 100% certain on that one. But it seems to be working fine as he already has four strikeouts to his name. Yo, one pitch to Blankenship is swung on and missed the count. Oh, and two. Two Blankenship. Blankenship kicks some dirt off his cleats. Hasn't been one of the better hitters for Mohawk Valley so far, but looking to change all those fortunes with one swing of the bat. As this one is knocked down the first baseline. First baseman Ethan Combs having no problem with it. We'll just step on the bag and that will end the third for Mohawk Valley. So one, two, three, go the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs. In the bottom of the third, we head to the top of the fourth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of one to nothing. This is Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs Baseball. Getting you ready now for the top of the fourth. It'll be Granger, Soto, Combs for, Mo for Watertown to start the fourth inning. We've already been through the lineup once. No hits so far for the Rapids from Juan Lease. And we've been through the lineup once. David Granger now coming up to the plate. And he's starting shortstop. Went 0 for 1 with a pop out to second base back in the first inning. He'll take the first pitch from Juan Lees, and it's called strike. And the count, 0-1. Granger looking to get things started here for a Watertown team that hasn't had it so far. And three strikeouts for one given Juan Lee's, excuse me, three strikeouts. Next pitch to Granger is a ball in the count, 1-0. Or excuse me, 1-1. One one. Granger. Watertown. Out of Carnegie Mellon College. Wearing number 10 as he takes the ball in the dirt. Count now 2-1. and one. And while we have a free second, let's take a look at Carnegie Mellon. Carnegie Mellon, obviously one of the higher quality schools in the nation. 17 varsity teams, nicknamed the Tartans. Mascot is Scotty the Scottish Terrier. As that one is fouled off by Granger, the count now two and two. Some notable alumni from Carnegie Mellon, who's Cote de Pablo from NCIS, pop artist Andy Warhol, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, David Tepper, and the author of the last lecture, Randy Posh. So a very 
prestigious group of people there. As this one is taken by Granger for a ball and the count is now full. Leafs very much in jeopardy of losing some very prestigious things here. As the next pitch is in the dirt. And that will end the perfect game for Juan Lee as Granger will take a walk. So no perfect game for Granger. We were looking for 27 up, 27 down. But unfortunately, Granger did not see it that way. And he'll head over to first. That'll bring up Cassius Soto. Soto 0 for 1 with a strikeout back in the first. He's got a runner on first and nobody out. He's looking a little bit frustrated out there as he kind of kicks the dirt off the mound. I think he thought he had a strike on that one. Unfortunately, home plate umpire did not see it that way. Soto out of the University of Maryland, as we said, 0 for 1 on the day. He has Right now he has a runner on first and nobody out looking to put the dogs back on their heels just a little bit. First pitch to Soto is swung on and missed. Granger will make his way to second, but then the catcher has to eat the ball. That's Kellen Regan, and Granger... We didn't expect this from him. Has a little bit of speed on him as he kind of caught the catcher, Kellen Regan, napping there. But as it stands, there's now a runner on second and nobody out. Soto digs in with the 0-1 count. Here's the pitch from Juan Lees. It swung on and missed. And the count now 0-2. Diamond Dogs have their first runner on base. That's David Granger at second. Taking a medium-sized lead off that base. As Cassia Soto looks at the 0-2. It is fouled off, and the count now remains 0-2. Lease gets a new ball. Takes a short look at David Granger. Manages to will him back to the bag. And the 1-2 is swung on and hit Towards the gap, second baseman Enoch Betts has a bead on it. We'll throw it over to first and make the first out. But not before David Granger advances 90 feet. And that will bring up Ethan Combs. Combs over one of the night. Managed to... Ground out to the shortstop. Takes the first pitch for a ball on the count 1-0. Oh. 
Lees taking a long look at third base where David Granger resides. He knows he's a speedy one, so he'll manage to keep him a little bit close to the bag if he can. Next pitch to Combs is a called strike in the count now, one and one. Watertown still looking for its first hit. Virtual. And here's the 1 1 to Combs. It's a ball in the count now, 2 0. Or 2 1, excuse me. Here's the next pitch. It's a fouled off in the count now. 2 and 2. As Combs tries to keep things going for the Rapids here in the top of the fourth. Here's a pitch, a swing, and a lightly hit ball down the first baseline. First baseman Callie Gallagher has no problems catching this one and just stepping on the bag. Unfortunately, not able to advance Granger was Combs and there are now two outs here in the Watertown fourth as Benedict Chandler coming up to the plate flew out to left in his last outing runner on third that's David Granger first pitch to Chandler is a ball in the count 1-0 on deck for the Rapids, if we get that far, is Tom Vargas. Vargas, a strikeout victim in the second. The 1-0 pitch is swung on and hit softly to down the third baseline. Third, er, third baseman, she heats one right on top of it. The throw, not in time. And Benedict Chandler breaks up the no-hitter for Juan Lease. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to get David Granger home. But that doesn't seem to matter as perfect game over. No-hitter over for Juan Lease. And that will bring up Tom Vargas. Vargas, as we said, strikeout victim. Now has runners on first and third with two outs here in the Watertown fourth. Watertown getting their first hit of the game on an on a single by Benedict Chandler. Just deep enough that he could get to first, but not deep enough to get Granger home. Vargas takes the first pitch and the count is one and oh. Tail Vargas a a member of the Union College team. Union College going 16-24 this year. Unfortunately, nowhere near enough to make the playoffs. So he, so Vargas and his classmate Diesel Brook able to come up and make a contribution quickly for the Watertown Rapids. Next pitch to Vargas is 
Whoa, what was that? That looked like an Ephus pitch from Juan Lise. And he's he's laughing with uh, catcher Callan Regan. That looked they looked to be an Ephus pitch from uh, Juan Lise. And Vargas offered and swung at it. And the count. One and one on... You don't see many EFIS pitches in the uh, Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League, but I believe that's one of the first I've seen here at Veterans Memorial Park. For those of you a little bit more... Um, Newer to the game, let's let's explain what an EFIS pitch is. It's a very low speed pitch, and it's just kind of it bears a resemblance to a slow pitch softball delivery than the usual baseball pitch, and it was it was just kind of going as slow as humanly possible. It may come from the origin isn't known, but it may come from the Hebrew word. Ethos meaning nothing. <laughs> In the 1940s, it, it, it just seems to be like a big old meatball going over the plate, but it was just. It's an odd pitch to see in a collegiate league baseball game. You just wanted to try it out and got a big laugh from everybody. And then Vargas had to step out of the. Step out of the batter's box for just a second because he's laughing too hard. <laughs> well, one pitch to Tom Vargas is a ball in the count now. Two and one. I mean, don't see that very often, especially not from collegiate league pitchers, but least through that pitch to Tom Vargas is a swing and this time it goes to the shortstop. Blankenship, Blankenship throws over to first. And that will end the inning. But now before the no-hitter broken up for one lease. No runs on one hit. No errors. Two left on. We head to the bottom of the fourth. Diamond Dogs leading one to nothing. Getting you ready now for the bottom of the fourth here at Veterans Memorial Park. Diamond Dogs still leading by the score of one to nothing. It'll be Schwan, excuse me, Shahid Swan, Ryan Sanford, and Kellen Regan for Mohawk Valley here in the fourth. If you're just joining us, it was a very weird inning for pitcher one lease as he threw what has to be, I mean, it has to be the first Ephus. Ephus pitch we've ever seen in perfect game collegiate baseball league history. It's certainly the first one we've seen here at Mohawk Valley. He he joins such uh, pitchers as Vicente Padilla, who dubs it the soap bubble, or Vince Gully used to. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, Hugh Darvish, a lot of famous pitchers. 
who use the EFIS pitch, and it's just it's just a low rainbow of a pitch that you have to track and make sure you hit it at just the right point. <laughs> And everybody had a good laugh at that one. Including us here in the press box. So it's Swan up to bat now for Mohawk Valley. Trying to get a little bit more insurance for the dogs in the late innings. And the first pitch to him from Archibald Reader is a called strike in the count 0-1. Diamond Dogs getting on the board early on an RBI single by Raihan Sanford. Sanford continuing his RBI streak. That is now three games, three straight games with an RBI for Sanford. As Swan hits this one to deep left field. Pitcher, they're back at the track at the wall. Going to bounce off the wall. Swan will be in there with a stand-up double. And Mohawk Valley back in business. First extra base hit of the game for either team. Coming up, Ryan Sanford. Sanford already licking his lips as he saw Swan go around first. He's like, I got myself another, I might have myself another RBI here. Sanford already one for one here with an RBI single back in the first. First pitch to him is fouled off in the count. 0-1. Oh you can see you can see it. He wants that home run. That would be number two on the year. Here's the pitch to from Reader. Swing on and hit to deep right field. Once again at the track, the wall, but they're not gonna catch this one. That is a home run. For Raihan Sanford, number two on the season, he has seven, or excuse me, nine RBI in his last two games. He'll bring home Shahid Swan and come home himself. The Diamond Dogs now lead three to nothing on a beautiful home run pitch right across the plate. No problems with that one. It's now three to nothing, Mohawk Valley. That'll bring up Callan Regan with nobody on, no outs in the bottom of the fourth. Reader now working quickly. Here's the first pitch. It's a strike and the count 0-1 to Callan Regan. Regan out of the University of Wisconsin, the third Badger to make the Mohawk Valley lineup. I've been told every single Badger was required, required by their coach to make, to sign with some collegiate league team. And we are thankful we've got three of them here in Little Falls this season as Regan takes strike two. Count quickly 0-2 to tonight's starting catcher for Mohawk Valley. O-2 pitch to Callan Regan. 
and it's swung on and bounced down to second base. Second baseman easily scoops it up, throws over to first out of the Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Enoch Betts, who has a single to his name already. Stands in with nobody on. One out here in the bottom of the fourth. Diamond Dogs already have put two on the board. And they lead three to nothing. Betts and Garcia are the next two up for the, for the Diamond Dogs. In the bottom of the fourth as he takes this one foul in the count 0-1. Reader working quickly. Here's the 0-1. That one also foul. And the count now 0-2. Betts making his debut along with Shahid Swan. Tonight's starting second baseman for Mohawk Valley. Giving Saxon Sawyer and Dewey Leach a day off. They'll be back I believe on Thursday against Albany. The 2 pitch is hit high and deep to center field. Center fielder has a beat on it and that will be the second out. I'll bring up Kid Garcia who is one half of the a beautiful double play by Eric Kidd back in the second. Kid managing to scoot along the ground, get the force out at second base before making a perfect throw from his backside to get Garcia. That's how Garcia is 0 for 1 on the night. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count 0 and 1 to tonight's starting right fielder for the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs. Reader shaking off a couple signs. Now he's got one he likes. And here's the pitch. And that one is low for a ball on the count. One and one. Mohawk Valley already up by the score of three to nothing. Nobody on. Two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. The pitch from Reader is in the dirt for ball two. Count now two and one. Two one count to Keaton Garcia and the pitch is outside for ball three and the count now three and one to Garcia. Garcia very patient at the plate. Hasn't really had to move his bat all that much. In this at bat at least. This one is 
swung on and fouled off into the backstop. And the count now 3-2 and two to Caden Garcia. Reader just looking to get out of the inning with just the two runs. Next pitch is swung on and missed. And that will be the Mohawk Valley fourth. But not before two runs on two hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We head to the top of the fifth. Diamond Dogs leading three to nothing. Heading to the top of the fifth now would be Copeland, Brook, and Chase. The minimum three, four Mohawk, excuse me, four Watertown here in the top of the fifth as the clouds have started to form around us here at Veterans Memorial Park. A little bit of more dreary than it was when we started. Fortunately, the forecast does not seem to have provided us with any indication that w there will be rain. So we will continue to play baseball until either the rain tells us no or we finish this game. <laughs> and Zane Copeland now up to the plate for Mohawk, or excuse me, for Watertown. Popped out to the catcher last time he was up. Takes the first pitch for a ball on the count, 1 0. As we said, we Copeland, Brook, and Chase. The three that will start things off for the Rapids here in the top of the fifth. Nobody on, no outs. Looking to get something going. They're down three to nothing. Next pitch from Lee. Speedy Copeland looking to make something happen. The throw is not in time. Hit a little too deep for second baseman Enoch Betts to do anything with it. And Copeland has the second hand of the game for Watertown. So the Rapids now in business after two straight innings with a hit. And it'll be up to Diesel Brook to do something with it. Brook, as we said, an imposing figure. 6'8", about 235. Built like a, looks to be built like a um, bulldozer out there. And he takes the first pitch for a strike. Count 0-1. And you know, if, if the, what the coach has told us is true, and he's hit a bomb to the second deck at Yankee Stadium, then Lee's better be a little bit careful as... Brooke takes a ball on the count now, one and one. One one count to Diesel Brook. Here's the pitch, and it's swung on and hit deep, deep to center field. Harvey Rojas giving chase. He's at the track, and he will jump up and make the catch. What a beautiful catch for the first out. It will advance. Zane Copeland, but you can't make a better catch than that on a guy who's 6'8", 235, and can hit a ball a mile. So, great play by Harvey Rojas. One of two really good plays we've seen today 
from both teams. Now bring up Brad Chase. Chase 0 for 1 on the night. He struck out back in the third. First pitch from Juan Lease is a called strike in the count 0 and 1. Lease got off to a great start going 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Skip to Malou. And since then has given up only just the two hits. Has three strikeouts as well as he as this pitch is swung on and missed. Count 0 and 2. O2 count. Here's the pitch from is in one and two. One on, one out here in the top of the fifth. Diamond Dogs still holding on to a three to nothing lead after a home run by Rihan Sanford has shown has proven to put some serious cracks in this game. The one two pitch is outside for a ball in the count now two and two. those of you curious, Mohawk Valley will be off tomorrow night as they enjoy some rest. But they'll be back here on Thursday as they take on the Albany Dutchman. We'll be here to give you all the pitch-by-pitch -pitch action from Veterans Memorial Park. The 2-2 pitch is swung on and missed. And there is now one out here. Or excuse me, there are now two outs here in the top of the fifth. Now I'll bring up Eric Kidd. Kidd 0 for 1 on the night as he plopped one right in front of the pitcher who managed to throw him out. He'll take the first pitch for a strike in the count, or excuse me, a foul off. Umpire saying it tipped off the end of his bat. And the count now 0-1 to Eric Kitt. Kitt, as we said, the recipient of that beautiful double play back in the third inning. Excuse me, the second inning. Which he slid right on his backside and just made one of the most insane double plays we've ever seen here in the confines of Veterans Memorial Park. We've seen... Everything from a wall climber grab to an Ephus pitch to a double play from somebody's hind end. It's been a good game so far as Kid will take the next pitch for a ball. Count now one and one. On deck for the Rapids if we get that far. That'll be David Granger. Got on by virtue of the walk back in the fourth. Next pitch to Kid is in the dirt and the count now two and one. Two one count to Eric Kid. And this pitch is a called strike in the count now two and two. Two-two count to Eric Kidd. Here's the pitch. It's 
in the dirt, but it's, it sounds like the umpire is saying he offered, and Kid does not like that at all. He has slammed his helmet down in the dirt, and it looks like he's giving the umpire an earful, and the manager better get out there before he's tossed. Oh, it's too late. He has been tossed. Eric Kidd. Eric Kidd's great day comes to an end. And we will see who comes out at second base for Watertown. But it's not going to be Eric Kidd as his day is done. But as it stands for the Rapids, no runs on one hit, no errors, and one left on. We'll head to the bottom of the fifth game now official. Diamond Dogs leading three to nothing. So the new second baseman for Watertown coming out now for the Rapids will be Mackenzie Hernandez number five out of Winthrop after Eric Kidd just laid into the home plate umpire and just basically said you know if that was a strike I'm Superman and he got tossed right out on his backside and he's He was not very happy about that. He was not happy about that play. And manager just got there a little too late to go get him. And unfortunately, he was tossed. So it will be Gallagher, Sanders, and Rojas to start off the bottom of the fifth for Mohawk Valley. Gallagher straining up to the plate 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Reader's second strikeout victim out of four so far. Excuse me, five. And he'll take the first pitch for a ball in the count 0 and or excuse me, 1 and 0. One zero count to Callie Gallagher as he took a little bit of time to adjust things. Pitch from Reader is fouled off in the count one and one. One one count to Callie Gallagher, who's got two strikeout victims behind him. As Rojas has one, as well as Zion Sanders. Next pitch to him is fouled off as well. And the count now one and two to Gallagher. Gallagher still looking for his first hit of the game. One of five doing so. Next pitch to Gallagher is in the gap. Can the shortstop make a play on it? The shortstop cannot. That will roll in the left field. And that will be a single for Callie Gallagher. With nobody out here in the fifth. And that'll bring up Zion Sanders. 
But Sanders 0 for 1 on the day. Looking to get something going once again here for Mohawk Valley. Sanders' first pitch is a foul ball in the count 0-1. 0-1 count to Zion Sanders. Reader working a little bit slower, a little bit more meticulous after that home run by Raihan Sanford. And this one is batted to second base. Second baseman looks to make a play on it. Can only make a play to the shortstop. So that'll be a fielder's choice. As it would be shortstop David Granger and Phoenix, or excuse me, not Phoenix Hernandez, Mackenzie Hernandez. Mackenzie Hernandez not being as fast with it as they would like, and shortstop David Granger had to eat that ball. So there's runners to on first after the fielder's choice by the Rapids, and then we'll bring up Harvey Rojas. Runner on first, one out. Diamond Dogs still leading by the score of three to nothing. In fact, the box score so far: Diamond Dogs three runs on six hits, no errors, and Watertown no runs on two hits, no errors. The three and zero on the young season, and keep pace with the Mo the Mohawks of Amsterdam, who won twelve or excuse me eleven twelve in ten innings. Some Scores that will interest you in the West. Jamestown leads Geneva, or excuse me, yes, leads Geneva in the top of the seventh, a score of four to three. And Utica making their first game tonight. They lead Adirondack by the score of one to nothing. That is in the fourth. Harvey Rojas now coming up to the plate for Mohawk Valley. One for two on the night. Singled back in the first. Gave the Diamond Dogs the go-ahead run. And then struck out back in the third. Comes in with a runner on first. One out. Diamond Dogs leading three to nothing. First pitch from Rojas is a called strike in the count 0-1. And if you're just joining us, Mohawk Valley will be off tomorrow for finishing up their five-game homestand on Thursday and Friday against Albany and Amsterdam, respectively. So be sure to be back here on Thursday and Friday. Saturday, we'll be taking a... I'll be taking a rest for my voice as the dogs go up to Adirondack. We'll be back on Sunday as the dogs take on Jamestown. 0-1 pitch to Harvey Rojas is swung on and missed. Count 0-2. They're saying it's a foul tip again. Like it went off the end of his bat. 
and man on first Zion Sanders was already off to second before they said a foul tip he had to go back to first O2 count to Harvey Rojas next pitch is in the dirt it gets away from the catcher and Zion Sanders will get the base he so desires on the past ball and Mohawk Valley now having a runner in scoring position that might just about do it for Archibald Reader oh, no, they're just coming out to the mound to make sure he's okay he's Kind of been bopping around on his uh, feet there for a little while. I'll just give him a little bit of a pep talk. And finish off this at-bat to Harvey Rojas. Rojas with a 1-2 count. Here's the pitch. Low for ball two and the count now 2-2. Two and two. Two-two count to Harvey Rojas. He has a runner on second and one out. The pitch is called strike three. This one seemed a little bit low from our vantage point. Rojas just giving a little bit of a look. And that will be the end of that. Doesn't want another Eric Kidd situation. Kidd. After arguing balls and strikes, can't do that in the major leagues. Can't do that here in the perfect game collegiate baseball league. That'll bring up Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship 0 for 2 on the night. Got struck out swinging and rolled out to first. First pitch to him is a ball on the count 1-0. Runner on second, that is Zion Sanders. Got on with a fielder's choice, then managed to get the second on the pass ball. As this one is another pass ball, ball two, and then Zion Sanders is going to make his way to third. A speedy play. Is the dogs a runner on third? And two outs. 2 0 count to Blankenship. This one is swung on and hit to left field. It's going to bounce right in front of the left fielder. That's going to be an RBI single for Alejandro Blankenship. The Diamond Dogs now lead 4 to nothing, And that will bring up Shahid Swan. Running on first and two outs. Swan, one for two on the night with a double. Came home on the Sanford home run. Very good play there by Swan as he takes a called strike in the count 0-1. Oh 0-1 oh count to Shahid Swan. Takes this one low for a ball in the count 1-1. 
after giving up three runs in the fourth and fifth, respectively. And this could be the end for Archibald Reader as I see some action in the Watertown bullpen. I'll get you a number in just a second. It looks like it's Raul Bow from Richmond going out to do some warming up. Also joining him will be Luca Townsend, number 26 from Oberlin. The 1-1 pitch is low for ball. The count now 2-1. Runner on first. Two outs. Diamond Dogs now leading by the score of 4-0. The 2-1 pitch is down the third baseline. Third baseman Tom Vargas will make a play on it. Throw over to first. One run on two hits, no errors, and one left on. We now head to the top of the sixth. Mohawk Valley leading four to nothing. Getting you ready now for the top of the sixth. It'll be in the top of the order for Watertown as Grangers, Soto, and Combs will now come up to the plate. To face Juan Lees for the sixth time. Five strikeouts for the Virginia Cavalier. Including two back in the fifth. We gave up the opening single to Zane Copeland. Then it quickly went downhill for the Rapids. As you could say, it went down rapidly. As Granger takes a called strike. And the count is 0-1 to David Granger. Said we Granger, Soto, and Combs the minimum three for Juan Least here in the sixth. Mohawk Valley still leading by the score of four to nothing. As this one is popped foul. Callan Regan looking to make a play on it, but it goes up and over the Press box here at Veterans Memorial Park. Count is quickly 0-2 to David Granger. Lease looking to finish this, finish this, wrap it off, get his sixth strike out of the game, or just get an out. This one is swung on and missed. Three pitches, one out for Mohawk Valley. As Lease looking very strong. Here in the top of the sixth. And that will bring up Cassie Soto. Soto 0 for 2 on the night. He has a strikeout and grounded out to second base back in the fourth. First pitch he sees is a ball. Low and inside in the count. 1 and 0. It's been a, so far been a very good season for Mohawk Valley. Taking a 6-3 win over Adirondack on Saturday. Then on Sunday, coming back and beating the pants off of Elmira. 11-5 on a grand slam shot by Raihan Sanford. His next pick in the right fielder is Raihan Sanford. As speak of the devil, 
He makes the catch for the second out. Now bring up Ethan Combs. Combs has seen his average dip way down in the last couple of at-bats. We're going to get something going here in the top of the sixth. First pitch to him is a called strike and the count 0-1 to Ethan Combs. And a very quick inning for Juan Lease as he tries to keep this very good in very good outing going for Mohawk Valley. We thought Cochran a couple nights ago had a great inning outing. This has been a fantastic outing for Juan Lease, the University of Virginia product. They do grow them well in Virginia. As the next pitch to Combs is a ball on the count. One and one. Just managed to get the... Bat back in time. To get it, to get the ball call. This one is in the dirt for ball two. Count now two and one to Ethan Combs. The pitch is swung on into foul territory. Third baseman Shahid Swan having no problem catching that one. And that's the third out very quickly for Juan Lee. So one, two, three, go the Rapids in the sixth. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Diamond Dogs still leading four to nothing. Bottom of the sixth here in Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. It's Rihon Sanford, Callan Regan, and Ehoc Betts, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the sixth. Sanford already two for two on the day, has three RBIs to his name, as well as the big home run to left field in the fourth. Take the first pitch foul for call, foul first win one fielder for Mohawk Valley. Mohawk Valley looking to go three and zero to start off the young season. Watertown, with the loss, would drop to three and one. Or excuse me, one and three. They're looking to claw back to 500 as Sanford takes a called strike in the count. Oh and two. On deck for the dogs, Callan Regan, 0 for two on the night, looking for his first hit. Unusual, quiet night for the middle of the order. Going three for six. Unfortunately, Callan Regan does not have one of those hits. Betts does. And Sanford has two of them. This one is a ball. And the count now one and two to Rihon Sanford.
Sanford digging into the plate. Looks at the next pitch. It's high, almost high level. And Reeder looking a little squirrely here in the bottom of the sixth. That's ball count now two and two. Two two count to Ryan Sanford. The pitch is swung on and skied way up in the air to the shortstop. That is David Granger. And this one will fall right into Granger's glove. Four out number one. Seemed to come off the short end of the bat there. And Sanford knows it as he walks back to the dugout. Now bring up Callan Regan. Again, as we said, 0 for 2 on the night. Looking to make something happen here in the bottom of the 6th to put the Diamond Dogs even further ahead. First pitch to him is low for a ball on the count 1-0. As we said, Archibald Reeder looking a bit squirrely here. Might be his last inning of work. Has his uh, Rapids trail by the score of 4 to nothing As Regan takes a ball in the count now. 2-0. So a 2-0 count to Callan Regan. But quicker than I think he wants to. And the pitch is in the dirt for ball 3. And the count now quickly 3-0 to Callan Regan. Regan takes a couple of practice swings as he's had the bat mostly on his shoulder. As this one will plunk Callan Regan. Regan getting hit right in the arm. <coughs> and he'll take a walk over to first. And now the manager out to talk to home plate umpire. Saying it looked like he leaned in. Looked like Regan leaned into that one just a little bit. And the umpire saying, well, what for? He had a 3-0 count. But the conversation just seems to be one of calm as Regan will just head over to first. And now the manager will talk to Archibald Reeder. As we said, this might be it for him. Giving up four runs on seven hits to Mohawk Valley. Watertown sitting stuck at just two hits. But in any case, it will bring up Enoch Betts. Betts today one for two. As... He has flown out and singled. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count. 0-1 to Enoch Betts. Betts sits in with a runner on first. One out. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of 4-0. The next pitch to Betts is a 
strike and Regan will try and make his way to second it is in time that will be the second out caught stealing two to four as once again the second baseman coming up big for Watertown this time it's Mackenzie Hernandez coming up with a big play to catch Callan Regan stealing. Either bounced over his head or th or thrown to the thrown to center field. At this time, it was a perfect strike from catcher Cassius Soto, right over to Mackenzie Hernandez, and Diamond Dogs quickly have two outs. Next pitch to Enoch Betts is inside for a ball on the count now. One and two. Fans, be sure to be back here tomorrow night, or excuse me, Thursday night, as your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs take on the Albany Dutchman. And we'll be here to give you all the pitch-by-pitch -pitch action as your dogs take on the Dutchman. That'll be a rematch of last year's one game playoff, which the Dutchman won 9 to 5. And the pitch to Betts is fouled off, and the count remains 1 and 2. And then the, one of the biggest rivalries in the perfect game collegiate baseball league will be on Friday night as your Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs take on the Amsterdam Mohawks. As we said, we'll. Have all the action for you with that one as well. Pitch to Enoch Betts is also fouled off, and the count remains one and two to the Mohawk Valley second baseman. Enoch Betts from William and Mary University. Trying to keep things going with Archibald Reader, the Wake Forest Demon Deacon. The pitch is. Looked like he got the bat back in time. And the umpire says he didn't. That's a strikeout. And that will end the six. No runs on, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. We head to the top of the seventh. Diamond Dogs leading four to nothing. Bottom of the sixth here in, or excuse me, top of the seventh here at Mohawk Valley. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. It'll be Benedict Chandler, Tom Vargas, and Zane Copeland, the minimum three for Mohawk Valley here in the seventh. Wanley still on the mound for Mohawk Valley. Has done a very good job so far. Seven, or excuse me, six solid innings of work. As he has racked up six strikeouts as well. Face up Chandler one for two on the night. Has one of the only two hits for Watertown so far. Through seven innings. First pitch to him is a foul ball. And the count 0-1 to Benedict Chandler from Fairleigh Dickinson. 
So a little bit of a drive for Benedict Chandler to get here, but we are glad he's here with us in New York and enjoying the beautiful summer season and some perfect game collegiate baseball league baseball. Chandler takes this one for a ball in the count now one and two to tonight's starting left fielder for the Rapids. Rapids, as we said, one and two on the early in the early season, taking their first win last night at Alex D. Duffy Fairgrounds, a six to two victory over the Adirondack Trailblazers. They'll be at They'll be on the road again tomorrow night as they will go to Albany to face the Dutchman. While well, the Diamond Dogs will be off as this one is fouled off as well. Count now 1-2 and two to Benedict Chandler. Chandler, as we said, 1-for-2 on the night. Managed to get on base back in the 4th. That advanced David Granger the 3rd, but that's as far as they would go. As Chandler takes the ball, the count now two and two. Two two count to Benedict Alexander. Here's the pitch. It's low in the dirt for ball three. Count now three and two to Benedict Chandler. Nobody on, no outs. Top of the seventh. Mohawk Valley leading by the score of four to nothing. Three two count to Benedict Chandler. Here's the pitch. Swung on and flown deep in the air to right field. Right fielder Rihan Sanford has a beat on it and will make the first out. Mohawk Valley, as we said, looking to go three and zero on the young season, trying to keep pace with the Amsterdam Mohawks who today managed to take Albany 10 innings by the Slavin. Other game around the Eastern Division it was Socrates knocking off Glens Falls by the score of 4 to nothing. So in their last two games Socrates and Albany, Glens Falls getting outscored 11 to nothing. So Tom Vargas will stroll up to the plate here in the top of the seventh. 0 for 2 on the night with a strikeout and a ground out. First pitch to him is swung on and hit to the gap. Enoch Betts looking for a play on it, will not make it. Sanford will sprint it and get the throw in just in time before any other further damage. And that's the third hit of the game for Watertown. Watertown looking to get something going here. Zane Copeland comes up to the plate. Copeland one for two on the night. He's popped out and singled. First pitch to Copeland is a ball on the count 1-0. 1-0 count to Zane Copeland. 
Copeland takes this one for a ball as well. The count now 2-0. and A 2-0 count to Zane Copeland. He has a runner on first, one out. Diamond Dogs still clinging to a 4-0 lead here in the top of the 7th. The pitch to Copeland is a called strike in the count. Now up to 2-1. Vargas taking a slight lead off of first. Lee's glaring at him, keeping him close to the bag. The pitch is fouled off in the count. One and two. Or excuse me, a 2-2 count to Zane Copeland. Vargas taking a little bit of a bigger lead off of first. The pickoff throw is in time. Or excuse me, not in time. So Vargas will stay in his position on first base. Maybe telling himself a little, stay a little bit closer to the bag next to Copeland. It is swung on and missed. Well, they're saying it's a wild. They're saying it's a pass ball in case swinging. Or excuse me. Copeland strikes out, but. It manages to get away from catcher Callan Regan. And Vargas will move up 90 feet. And that will bring up Diesel Brook. Brook over for 2 on the night. Two flyouts to right and to center. That's in with a runner on second and two outs. First pitch to him is foul back in the count. 0-1 to Brook Diesel. Diesel looking to get something going here in the top of the seventh. Mohawk Valley leading by the score of four to nothing. The pitch to Brook is in the dirt for ball one in the count. One and one. Some action in the Mohawk Valley bullpen. It will be Ira Ridley from Pomona College as well as Bradley Riley from William and Mary. So a classmate of Enoch Betts going out to get some work in. Next pitch to Diesel Brook is a ball in the count now. Two and one to Diesel Brook. Brook, as we said, an imposing figure at six foot eight, but the six foot four one lease is not intimidated in the slightest. As this one is popped high into foul territory, first baseman Callie Gallagher will have the bead on it. And that will be the final out of the seventh for Watertown. Who has no runs on one hit, no errors, and one left on. It's time to stretch here in Little Falls. We will head to the bottom of the seventh with Harry Carey singing us home. Diamond Dogs now lead by the score of four to nothing.
Of course, the great Harry Carey saying, take me out to the ball game. We'll be right back in just a second. Diamond Dogs leading 4 to nothing as we head to the bottom of the 7th. So Garcia, Gallagher, and Sanders, the minimum 3-4 Mohawk Valley here in the bottom of the 7th, leading by the score of 4 to nothing. Garcia now striding up to the plate, 0 for 2 on the night. And we have a new pitcher on the mound for Watertown. Just missed that. And Archibald Reeder having a pretty good day on the mound. But he will give way to Raul Bow, number 17 from Richmond. He will take his last warm-up pitch. And Garcia now striding up to the plate. 0 for 2 on the night. He's grounded into a double play and struck out. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count. 0 and 1 to Caden Garcia. So now let's take a look at the line for Archibald Reader. Six inning pitch, seven hits, a double, and the home run. Also hit a batsman tonight. Seven strikeouts, but those four runs and four earned looming large. As Garcia takes another strike and the count 0-2. As I said, Mohawk Valley off tomorrow. We'll be back here on Thursday night. As your Diamond Dogs take on the Albany Dutchman in a rematch of their first round matchup, best Dutchman won by the score of nine to five. This pitch by Garcia is swung on and popped into the third baseman's glove. That is Tom Vargas. No problems with that one. And there's one out here in the bottom of the seventh. That'll bring up Callie Gallagher. Gallagher singled back in the fifth inning. And then was the victim of a fielder's choice in the same inning. So Gallagher will take this first pitch for a ball in the count 1-0 to Gallagher.
Gallagher, as we said, one for two on the night. Also struck out back in the second. As this one is another ball in the count now, 2-0 and oh, to Gallagher. Two-zero count to Gallagher. Bo working quickly. Here is the pitch. That one is a called strike in the count. Two and one to Gallagher. Bo, as we said, working quickly. Here is the two-one pitch. It's fouled off in the count now. Two and two. Nobody on, one out, bottom of the seventh. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. Watertown will be back in action tomorrow night as they take on the Albany Dutchman. That game is scheduled for 6.35 as Gallagher swings and misses at strike three. And there are now two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. Some other games going on tomorrow. Socrates will host Oneonta. While Amsterdam will head over to Eastfield to face off against the 0-4 Glens Falls Dragons. Elmira will host Jamestown. And we just got a score in from the Newark Elmira game. Elmira knocking off the Pilots at Colburn Park by the score of 12 to 8. Uh, two, two other games just gone final, but Zion Sanders as the first pitch for two Sanders is a ball in the count 1 and 0. Utica beats Adirondack by the score of. Three to one. So their first game in the 2020 season is a win. They beat Adirondack by the score of three to one. Geneva losing to the Jamestown Tarp Skunks. So congratulations to the Tarp Skunks on getting their first win. Tarp Skunks will move to one and one. Sanders takes another ball in the count now, 2-0 to Zion Sanders. On deck, if we get that far, will be Harvey Rojas. Sanders looks for the first pitch and swings and misses in the count now, 2-1 to Zion Sanders. Nobody on, two outs. Bottom of the seventh, Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. As I see more activity in the Watertown bullpen, that would be Jaden Ventura, number 27 from Tufts University. The 2 1 pitch to Sanders is in the dirt, and the count of three and one. Sanders looking for that one good pitch and being very patient about it. Bo shakes off a couple of signals, gets one he likes, and throws the 3-1 three, three, pitch plate where that one is swung on and missed. Oh, no, they're saying it foul-tipped again into his glove. 
Umpire must be hearing something we can't. Count now three and two to Zion Sanders in any case. As we said, Mohawk Valley up four to nothing. Nobody on. Two outs here in the bottom of the seventh. The payoff pitch is swung on and missed. And that will end the seventh for Mohawk Valley. One, two, three, go the Diamond Dogs in the seventh. We head to the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading four to nothing. Top of the eighth here in Mohawk Valley. A new pitcher on the mound for the Diamond Dogs will be number three, Ira Ridley. I apologize if I saw number, I saw number five up there going out there. He is from Pomona College. Obviously. Private liberal arts school established by a group of Congregationalists. They're known as the Sage Hens. Mascot is Cecil. Try that again. Cecil the Sage Hen. Very, very interesting name, but we're the Diamond Dogs, and there's the Tarp Skunks, and so I can't really complain. <laughs> Some notable alumni include Chris Christopherson, actor Joel McRae, Roy Disney, the executive of the Walt Disney Company, of course, Gumby creator Art Clokey, also a graduate of. Pomona College, as well as former New York Times executive editor Bill Keller and self-help author Marianne Williamson, who dropped out in 1973. Of course, Marianne Wilson, founder of Project Angel Food, as well as some other very good things. And that's your information on the Pomona College. So Ira Ridley in very good company there. We'll face off against Brad Chase, Mackenzie Hernandez, and David Granger, the minimum three for the Rapids here in the top of the eighth. Having Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing as Chase comes up to the plate and looks at a ball in the count one and out. So the dogs looking to go to three and zero, while the Watertown Rapids would like to stay out of the one and three hole. Uh, Ira Ridley not showing any signs of mercy as he gives a Brad Chase a called strike in the count one and one. One one count to Brad Chase. This pitch is swung on and missed in the count one and two. As we said, Mohawk Valley on the or excuse me. Off tomorrow, then we'll be back here on Thursday night as the Diamond Dogs take on the Albany Dutchman. Be here to give you all the pitch by pitch action. Chase waves at one goodbye and top of the eighth. Now bring up Mackenzie Hernandez. Hernandez, of course, 
coming on in relief for Eric Kidd after Kidd was thrown out for arguing balls and strikes. First pitch is foul tipped and the count 0 and 1. Box score so far, Mohawk Valley, four runs on seven hits, no errors. Watertown, no runs on three hits and no errors. And after a very good showing yesterday against Adirondack, the bats for the Rapids have fallen silent today, and that is not good. When facing a pitching team like Mohawk Valley. Next pitch is fouled off by Hernandez in the count now. 0-2. And while we have a free second as Hernandez steps out of the bag. Steps off the bag. Or off out of the batter's box. Excuse me. Let's take a look at the line four. Juan Lease. Faced 25 batters. Seven solid innings. Three hits, and that's it. He gave up one rock, one walk, and seven runs, and that's been it for the Mohawk Valley, one of the Mohawk Valley aces from the University of Virginia. The 0-2 pitch to Hernandez is swung on and missed as well, and quickly the Rapids have two outs. And that will bring up the top of the order with David Granger. So it's been a quick inning for Ira Ridley. Has come right in to fan the first two Rapids he's seen. And that will bring up David Granger. 0 for 2 on the night with a walk. Also has a strikeout back in the 6th. First pitch is a ball on the count 1-0. one count to David Granger. The next pitch is fouled off and the count one and one. On deck for the Rapids if we get that far. That's Cassius Soto. Tonight's starting catcher for the Rapids. 1-1 one -one count to Granger. This one is just outside and the count now two and one. David Two-one count to David Granger. Here is the pitch from Ira Ridley. It's swung on and missed. And the count, two and two. Two-two count to David Granger. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Three batters faced. Three strikeouts for Ira Ridley. And we'll head to the bottom of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. Bottom of the eighth here in Mohawk Valley. It'll be at the top of the order going up for the Diamond Dogs. It'll be Rojas, Blankenship, and Swan. The minimum three for Raul Bow, who is if the Starting pitching was the main event. The relieving is just, and just as brilliant. Five strikeouts and six straight outs 
for both teams. Raul Bow for the Rapids and Ira Ridley for the Diamond Dogs. Harvey Rojas now coming up to the plate. One for three on the night with two strikeouts and a single. Scored the go-ahead run that has stood up since the first. On an RBI single by Raihan Sanford. First pitch to him is flown up in the air to the backstop. Catcher Cassius Soto will try and make a play on it and will. And that's the first out. So quickly, one pitch, one out for Raul Bow. That'll bring up Alejandro Blankenship. Blankenship with an RBI single back in the fifth that scored Zion Sanders. Coming in with nobody on, two outs, bottom of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading by the score of four to nothing. We'll get to the box score in just a second. As Blankenship takes ball one. Box score so far, Mohawk Valley, four runs on seven hits, no errors. Watertown with no runs on three hits and no errors. As this one is offered by Blankenship for a called strike in the count one and one. One one count to Alejandro Blankenship. The pitch is rolled in the dirt over to second. Second baseman Mackenzie Hernandez throw over to first, and that will be the second out. Four pitches, two outs for Mohawk Valley as Shahid Swan comes up to the plate. Swan over three on the night. With a double back in the fourth that brought and he was brought home by Raihan Hernandez. Or excuse me, Raihan Sanford. But Swan will take this first ball for a called strike in the count 0-1 to the Mohawk Valley third baseman. It, the minimum three in the top half of the ninth. Last chance for the Rapids will be Soto, Combs, and Chandler to f hopefully finish this thing off for Mohawk Valley. Next pitch to Swan is in the gap. Shortstop makes a dive at it. Can't make the play. And Swan will be on first. Have yourself a day, Shahid Swan. Your first day on the job and you get your first multi-hit game. Great job to tonight's starting third baseman for Mohawk Valley. And that will bring up Raihan Sanford. Sanford is already homered today. We're going to get something going with one on, two outs here in the bottom of the eighth. Diamond Dogs leading four to nothing. And this pitch is swung on and fouled way back. Almost going to the road that goes behind Veterans Memorial Park here. As a matter of fact, I just heard it bang off of a house. <laughs> well, the house is down here. Hopefully didn't break anything. Count 0-1 to Ryan Sanford. Sanford takes ball two in the count now 
or excuse me, ball one in the count one and one. Mohawk Valley looking to finish things off. Maybe get some insurance runs for the top of the ninth. As a Grand Slam could still tie things up here. The 1-1 pitch to Sanford is swung on and hit to deep center. It's up. It's high over the bleachers. And another home run for Ryan Sanford. Bringing home Shahid Swan once again. A five RBI game for Sanford. And the Diamond Dogs lead by the score of six to nothing. What a shot over the center field bleachers. Are you listening, Major Leagues? That'll bring up Kellen Regan as everybody mobs Ryan Sanford at home. And would you believe that's his third home run already of the season? And they give the Diamond Dogs a 6 to nothing lead. That'll bring up Callan Regan. Regan 0 for 2 on the night. Got hit by a pitch back in the 6th. The pitch to him is a ball in the count 1-0. So Sanford fouls off the first one. Takes a second for a ball. And then just crushed one over the center field bleachers. Scoring himself and Shahid Swan. So Swan has two, two runs on the game. Sanford has five RBIs. And a 6-0 lead for Mohawk Valley. The third. They count 1-1 one one to Callan Regan. Regan with the 1-1 one one count. Here's the pitch. This one's dribbled down the third baseline. This one's picked up by the third baseman. Throw over to first. Is in time. And that will end the inning. Two runs on two hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And we head to the top of the ninth. Last chance for Watertown. Down six to nothing. I are literally looking to close things out here in the top of the ninth for Mohawk Valley. Up six to nothing. On another two-run shot by Raihan Sanford. Scoring himself and Shahid Swan. Cassius Soto now coming up to the plate for Watertown. He's 0 for 3 on the night. Struck out, flown out, and grounded out. So with the trifecta in tow, does he look to make a hit? First pitch is popped up foul. Catcher Callan Regan will make a beat on it, and that will be quickly one pitch, one out for Ira Ridley. So not a good start for the Rapids here in the top of the ninth. With Mohawk Valley leading six to nothing. Nobody on, one out for Ethan Combs. Combs 0 for 3 on the night after going 
eight for his first eight. He's gone 0 for 3 tonight against Juan Lees. And this is his first time up against Ira Ridley as he takes a ball in the count 1 and 0. As we said, we'll be off tomorrow night. We'll be back here on Thursday as Mohawk Valley looks to take on the Albany Dutchman. And we'll have our one and only game this season against the Amsterdam Mohawks. That'll be on Friday night. One of the fiercest rivalries and the perfect game, Collegiate Baseball League. Although, I'd also like to offer up Mohawk Valley and Utica. <laughs> as that one got a little bit heated last year near the end of the season. A benches clearing brawl. Ended with a lot of pushing. Cooler heads did prevail. Combs takes a called strike in the count. Owen, excuse me, one and one. One one count to Ethan Combs. Ira Ridley working quickly. This one is fouled off. And the count one and two. So Combs in a one two hole. Looking to get something on the board here for Watertown. And this pitch is swung on and missed. And that will do it. And the Rapids are down to their final out. Final out in the hands of Benedict Chandler. Chandler won for three on the night. Singled and flew out twice. First pitch to him is a called strike in the count. 0-1 to Chandler. Chandler with an 0-1 count. Here's the pitch, and this one is, looks like it's going to be the end of it as this is flown out to right field. Right fielder Ryan Sanford will end this game, and the game is over. Final score from Little Falls. It's Mohawk Valley 6, and the Watertown Rapids nothing. So Wanlees getting the win for Mohawk Valley. Seven solid innings of work. Archibald Reeder getting the loss for Watertown. No save for Ira Ridley, although we'd like to give him we'd like to give pause for a second and give him a thumbs up for his four strikeout performance. And we'll give him the hold. As Mohawk Valley goes home, six to nothing winners. They'll move to three and zero, while the Rapids will drop to one and three. For the entire Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs family, this is Josh McMullen saying good night, and we'll see you he back here on Thursday night. <laughs>